1: Learn more at marines.com.
2: Glenn Perkins was a first-round draft choice of the Twins out of the University of Minnesota in 2004. Signed with the Twins, went to the minor leagues, and then was in his first professional spring training in 2005, minor league camp down here in Fort Myers. 13 years later, he's back in Minnesota and not being in camp is off to a bad start, I understand, for the Perkins clan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we had a little mishap yesterday. Uh, uh, my wife's been trying to get into snowboarding a little bit. She's uh, she's training for our trip to Jackson Hole next month to okay. do a little snowboarding. And uh, she's out now. So we're going to go, and I think I'm going to have to leave her at the uh, chalet one day and, and hit the slopes myself. So, uh, yeah, I got off to a little bumpy start, but... Uh, She's doing okay now.
2: Where uh, where were you uh, snowboarding? Oh, just over Buck Hill, or where? Yeah
0: the, yeah, the Bunny Hill at Buck, and she decided she wanted to go to the top and try it out. And, uh, it didn't Uh-oh. go so well. So
2: so we had <laughs> yeah. a little we have a little back issue that's going to take some healing time. Huh? Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. She's uh, she needs to be standing up or laying on her side mm-hmm. right now, which uh, is, it sounds horrible. And uh, <laughs> glad it wasn't me. But uh, yeah, she's she's tough. I tell you what, she fell down and and. and Laid there for a minute. And I actually got up close to run and we went one more time. And uh, really, fell again. Yeah, she fell again on it. And then she knew that she was done. So uh, we'll try again next year.
2: So uh, it's uh, it's a different. Uh, I was in the clubhouse today, man. There's about uh, 20 new people around, and it's uh, it's a different vibe. Uh, did, was this uh, the clubhouse part of it's probably what you missed the most, huh? Yeah, I
0: will. And I think, yeah, you know, I, I had talked to Rob, the, the equipment guy, uh, the other day, and, you know, he said that it's different with me out there, and it's it's definitely different not being there for that. Um, I'm not going to miss baseball. I know that. I, I had enough playing, but being around the guys and that, and I think in time I'll be able to spend a little more time in there with them, so I'll still get a taste of that. But uh, it's it's nice to be home. I mean, especially on a day like today when it's 45 degrees, I'm not complaining. But, yeah, I think I'll miss that in the clubhouse and the, and the fun that they're having, but you got to move on, man. Everybody moves on. The game keeps going, and, and you just drop out and new people come in.
2: The uh, fishing boat's still down here. Is it going to get any work this spring or not? The fishing does
0: not get any really work. I'm taking time off. After last summer, I think I got floored it out. So um, <laughs> oh, that's uh, I'm right. Gonna take a, I'm going to take a little break from that. I think I'll all the fish. So I'm going to let them uh, draw another year, and I'll get back down there at some point. But we're going to take this one off and, and just enjoy being home.
2: Well, and the, your girls now are at a point where they got a lot of activities. They can't just get up and come down to Fort Myers and enjoy the little place, the place you have down here.
0: No, no, with school and then with hockey. Uh, hockey's keeping us busy. We're actually on the way to hockey right now. We were there last night. And it's almost every night, so that keeps us busy. And yeah, it's just it gets harder and harder to be gone. And uh, it was getting hard. I mean, they didn't spend a whole lot of time down there last spring, and and hardly at all in the summer when I was down there. It's just they got stuff going on, so. Um, you know, it's good that, that I get to be here get to be a part of it and I'm just kinda of be in a school bus for it, but it's all
2: good. Hey, which of your daughters is the hockey player?
0: My younger one is the hockey
2: player. She's nine. She's nine. What's her name? That's Lara. Okay. And uh she's she's into it hard. My uh, granddaughter my grandkids are both playing out in Woodbury and she's into it hard, is she? Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. We 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 go uh we we go pretty much around the around the year, around the calendar, so um it's uh she's wrapping up this season here in a couple of weeks and then the summer season starts
2: and then it goes into the
0: fall to on three and then right back into it so it never runs and, and as long as she likes it i'm happy to be a part of it
2: hey tell me about the uh, hockey rink you uh, built out there
0: well we had a three-sided barn and uh it, it i when i when we had bought the place it, it was kind of decrepit and it was all overgrown with weeds and all that and i thought we had to take it down and we cleaned it out and, and saw that it would be a sweet spot for a rink and then it just <laughs> last year we had a little one and, and then it just kind of grew from there we put on a warming house we put on a little heated bar down there and then i did that we got we got it painted with concrete and i painted that and, and, and ended up putting boards up and it just kind of snowballed from there so it's it's fun though i mean it gives something to do and keeping the ice good and uh all that kind of being manager so it's fun i mean it's, it's really cool i had my buddy school buddies out on sunday we played three on three out there and so it's, it's big enough for us it's awesome for the kids it's a perfect place for the kids so they have a lot of fun down there
2: now uh the, the 45 degrees uh, you don't have refrigeration i hope so uh you the 45 degrees you're gonna be running out of ice here pretty soon yeah, I got there's about four inches of ice in there, so I mean, the, the, I guess the good thing
0: for the rink is that it's going to be like zero like tomorrow night, so okay, it'll all freeze back up. So I got everything sealed up. It holds water, and so it'll, it's a little wet. I checked it today; it's a little wet, but by by tomorrow night, it'll be fully ready to go again. And it, it's kind of a freeze and for me when it,
2: when the top melts and then refreezes. So I don't mind it. Glenn Perkins is with us. So uh, what? Uh, you didn't play hockey at all, as, as even as a kid, right? No, I didn't. Uh, my wife, my wife and her father coach Lakeville South for
0: ten years, most 06 next to sixteen. And uh, so he was there, the hockey people, and you know our kids weren't into it. My older daughter didn't want to play at all, and then all of a sudden one fall, out, I said she wanted to play, so we signed her up for U eight. And uh, one thing led to another, and now we're at the rink every day.
2: All right. So uh the twins, uh you you of course were injured Danger the whole year last year. Uh, they had kind of a bounce back season. What is your uh what is your expectation?
0: I, I mean I you know, hopefully that the, the guys that kinda showed uh some improvement in cap and I think Rosario had a great year, Bucks and what he did especially as the season wore on. If those guys can continue that and continue to get better, obviously they need some pitching. I think everybody knows that, so I think they'll address that at some point here, but I like what they did with the bullpen. They got a lot of arms down there, and they're going to be able to run Reed out whenever they want, and and Hildy out whenever they want, and Boost. So they got some good arms, and I don't know. I mean, it, it, you know, you just never know. I, I think that we we had some pretty good expectations going into 2016, and it didn't work out. So yeah,
1: you can't and no, really,
0: you got to you temper the expectations, and you know, I think that everyone's saying they're a 500 so team, so you got to have some bounces, some things go your way, and. I think they'll be there in the end at Meaningful Baseball in September for sure.
2: Uh, you once told me that Eddie Rosario was among your favorite ever teammates. I don't know if the public, uh, you know, you don't see that personality uh, uh, out on the field that much. But uh, I, I think uh, I think we finally have gained an appreciation for him.
0: Yeah, I think he can do some things that not a lot of guys can do with the way he plays the outfield and throws the ball. And then what he does that, what he does at uh, at the plate, just the, the things that he can hit. I mean, the the pitches yes. that he can hit, and the, the coverage <laughs> that he has. I mean, he, he can he can swing it, and uh, you know, I think as the season went on last year, he showed a lot more plate discipline, which I think was the one thing with him where it was it was a three pitch at bat, and it was either going to be a hit or an out, and uh, he showed a little bit more and had a little bit more patience, and it was fun to watch him, and it was fun, really fun to watch Byron. I mean, that's I think as much as anything, as uh, I'll be excited to watch him on TV this year, and. Uh, see what he does every time he goes up.
2: Uh, and uh, you've, uh, you've, you played with, uh, I mean, you were, you saw Torrey, you saw uh, Kirby. Uh, do you ever, the, nobody's none of the, none of them played center field like this kid.
0: No, nobody's, nobody's ever played center field like he does. I don't, I don't think, I mean, going back as far as I've been watching baseball, there's been nothing like that. I mean, there's catches he makes that, that, that are routine that other guys are diving for. Other guys don't get to. And then, I, mean, I think his his highlight plays are plays that i mean you saw I think they do the stunt casting with the with the fielding and all that, and I mean he's making he's making plays that the guys just they have no chance and and he gets to them and makes the plays and diving on the warning track, he just hope he stays healthy he's not afraid of the wall, which is a good thing, but it can be a bad thing if he goes in too hard sometimes
2: uh you seem to be uh, just in casual conversation, a fan of the approach that this new administration's taken to baseball yeah
0: yeah i mean i i think that you know they're they're building the minor league system they're they're building out their just player development and all the people that they've hired and i mean even watching uh you know i saw some pictures today from the guys throwing uh bullpens and you see like like four or five extra people back there that just are going to have opinions and be able to relay stuff back upstairs to those guys and and i think the more eyes the more bodies you have the better off you're going to be i mean the, the teams that have had success have the most people working for them and and I think Derek and Thad realize that, and, and they're starting with that. And, and it's going to be fun to see where this team goes in the next few years. It's to, kind of once they get their people in and, and, and they get their uh, brand of baseball on the field, it, it's going to be exciting.
2: Well, uh, thanks, Perky. And uh, tell your bride that she might not be the athlete she thought she was. Huh? <laughs> we'll do that, Pat. <laughs> All right. Best of luck right. to her, and uh, uh, we'll see you back home. All right, Pat. All right, uh Glenn Perkins, uh, Twins, uh, three-time All-Star, and uh, now not in uh, not in a baseball camp for the first time since 2005. Uh, it's got to be quite a change in a lifestyle, wouldn't you say, Manny? Yeah, it's got to be uh, quite the adjustment after so many years of being in the game like that,
3: Patrick. I really wanted to jump in there and completely throw a monkey wrench in your conversation to talk to Glenn about his barn. He's been doing a serious remodel job on one of his barns and putting a wood shop in.
2: Oh, well, yeah, he does. he's a wood shop guy. He's yeah. a beer maker. And his yeah. other big thing he's into now is smoked meats.
3: Yeah. He's, he's a he's a, a, a Minnesotan man. He's, he's a, yeah, a guy, man he's a guy he's a guy's <laughs> guy and we both have barn projects and it's uh, we both have the same kind of barn so I, I could sit and talk to him for about five hours
2: about barns and he will uh he'll catch a fish or kill an animal too yeah. if he gets an yeah. opportunity he's and a he...
3: solid upstanding
2: minnesotan <laughs> yes. Yep. yes he is and uh you know unfortunately for him he's got the most minnesotan thing ever He's got a kid in hockey now that will dominate his <laughs> dominate his life until she's done playing hockey. So. Yep. And I think the other one is a, a runner and the older one is i know she's a runner uh, like alicia is and also uh she's probably in dance or some day that's
3: got to like be that, a lot you know. cheaper though what do you buy shoes that's it right oh sure yeah yeah, yeah shoes yeah,
2: yeah. and then you got a road there what the hell you know so it's uh, <laughs> good but yeah he's got i think he got himself a hundred and some acres out there in the in the in the uh, far south now. So that's, that's he can go in his own backyard and uh, maybe uh, take care of uh, a little hunk of venison if he
3: wants. Everything uh, an American <laughs> should have right there. He has it.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, we uh, shall return. This is the ride with Ricey, sports person of the day, coming up. <laughs>
3: Joe and Pat present Sports Talks Person of the Day. You know, honestly, I'm here to talk about the Olympics, not, you know, gossip. So um But uh I don't think so. I am who I am, and I'm and I'm proud of who I am and my friends, you know, love me and vouch for me, and uh and I, I, I think that's uh, stands stands on its
2: own, so. That is the flying tomato, Sean White, who uh, this morning over in uh, uh, North, uh, South Korea let's let's say get that straight South Korea he uh, won his third uh, gold medal in the halfpipe, and what's amazing about it they have not come consecutively. He uh, won in uh, two thousand uh, what six ten, and then he in, finished fourth in Sochi. Uh, Didn't medal and kind of went home as he's over the hill. It's all over for the flying tomato. And he comes back and wins with a fantastic performance uh, for his third gold medal in the Olympics. And then, uh, unfortunately for him, he is tied up in one of these uh, situations where he has been accused of sexual misconduct. Uh, A former member of his band and I get called Bad Things, and I got to admit, I haven't heard a lot of their music. How about you, Manny? Do you have Bad Things on your uh, iPod? Uh, no. Sean White's band? I didn't think you No, did. I don't. I don't uh, well, I've never even heard it at all. A, a young lady who was in the band with him accused him of uh, frequent uh, sexual harassment and also among the things he kept telling her that she should dress more provocatively and get her hair cut and i don't know if he's been accused of blatant stuff apparently uh they have reached a settlement the lawsuit is off the board but he was in this uh environment right now even when you win a gold medal in the Olympics, uh, most of the questions are going to be asked about uh, what your sexual behavior of the past and whether there's anything to it. And then in that little clip we played there, he said today uh, when he was asked about it right off the bat, he said, I'm here to talk about the Olympics, not gossip or stuff. And then he had to apologize later. I guess he went on the today show to apologize later and say, uh, he apologized for referring to these accusations as gossip. So uh, he had to do that. But the flying tomato, uh, now this is, uh, the half pipe was not introduced till 2002 in uh, Salt Lake City. And while it's uh, kind of a, you know, an X Games event, it's it's also one of the more exciting things you get to see in the Olympic Games, the Winter Olympics uh it uh, because these people are doing amazing things jumping up in the air and and flying around in this uh in this uh whatever it is uh tube and uh sean white will uh, probably go down as one of the great uh uh winter olympic athletes in u.s history he and uh the uh he's only the second uh athlete to uh to uh, get three gold medals in the Winter Olympic Games for the United States, so uh, uh, now I told you, uh, Manny, that uh, when I first went up the hill to see halfpipe in 2002, and went up to it was up at Park City on oh, all, uh, all these events, and I uh, uh, was basically walking in completely as a novice right (laughs) didn't have any idea what I was getting into and let's see 2002 I would have been 15 years ago so I would have been 50 late 50s okay 56 or seven and you know full-figured and and there was some media like me up there covering it trying to cover this thing Mm -hmm. and they knew as much about it as I did right and and then there were these young guys who were from, who'd gotten credentials, who were from magazines devoted to uh, snowboarding and, and all, all the X Games type sports, and uh, and the crowd was just fifteen thousand kids, twenty and under, and they were insane. Mm. They they Tony Hawk came by, and they all went fruitcake, mm. and of course I had to say who's tony hawk <laughs> you know <laughs> and he's the willie mays of of uh yeah. of snowboarding of trick snowboarding and uh uh so but there was this kid i had wound up sitting next to this kid and this kid was all pierced out and he had long hair on one side of his head long black really dyed black hair on one side of his head and the other side of his head was shaved okay Mm-hmm. And then he had a mustache, kind of almost a Hitler-like mustache, and one half of the mustache there was—it was only a half of a mustache. So on the on the side opposite of where he had hair, there was no mustache, and on the side where he didn't have hair, there was a, a half a mustache there, a little mustache there. So it was a different look than I was used to. But I finally said to him, I said, hey, what the hell's going on here? What am I watching? And he was great. He was a hell of a guy. He was like 22 years old looking at this fat ass from Fulu, didn't know what he was watching. And the kid was great. And he basically guided me through the whole thing and uh, allowed me to write what I, I really enjoyed the column I wrote. Because the U.S. went one, two, and three in it. And, uh, and then they brought them down to the uh, media center. And I can't remember where the three guys were, but the one guy I loved was Danny Kass because he, he could not have been more bored with talking. To, you know, in his, in his Olympic uniform that they made, the U.S. Olympic Uni, they made him wear and the whole thing. And it was, uh, it was the hat pipe's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun because the, the crowd young and just so damn enthused it was unbelievable and Sean White is certainly a hero of that crowd that is for sure and he got his third gold medal today and I bet uh, he gets his used to be figure skating and got all the great ratings I bet this guy gets as good a ratings as anybody uh, for the Olympics when he uh, goes and uh, wins another gold medal so today's. so how about that in one day Manny Mm -hmm. You get a gold medal. You get your third gold medal at the Olympics and you're first sports Sports person person of of the day. day. And Joe, Joe was in on this because the first thing he asked me today was, did you see Sean White? So uh, (laughs) Joe was Joe. So so the mayor can take credit for this one today. Yes. The mayor we consulted and uh, and Sean White is the sports person of the day. We shall return. Jess Myers in for the hockey half hour. We'll talk a little Slovenia.
3: Give us 30 minutes, and we'll give you everything covered. What is uh, slashing?
2: Slashing is like that.
3: Jess Myers now joins the Ride with Roycey for this edition of the Hockey Half Hour.
2: Jess Myers is with us, so you do remember Jan Mersack during his golden days his, with the Detroit Red Wings?
1: His whopping forty-six games with the Red Wings. You know, is that I don't. What was? I don't you recall. Him up good. Yeah, I, I looked him up because I don't recall him. I had never heard of him. Of course, I had never heard of the American goalie before either. And <laughs> no, I, I, I actually even. allegedly know this sport a little bit. So, uh, thanks, Gary. Look, look at what we got now. Yeah, We've got uh, you know guys nobody's heard of playing. You know, teams nobody cares about at times that nobody can watch. It's uh, we're right back to where. We started with in in like uh, Sarajevo or something. Like I that.
2: would guess Juan Mersek probably never had a two-goal NHL game. Uh, certainly not two that quick, right? Uh, no, no, one thirty-seven left to tie it, and then only thirty-eight seconds. I didn't see the winner. What uh, what happened? Just, you know, they just skated down and shot it in the net.
1: The Americans got the puck first. I mean, granted, it's okay. only thirty-eight seconds, so it's you know yes. it's three on three.
2: It ta- Doesn't take while. And
1: as you know, with three on three, it's just all about possession. If you've got the Puck, yeah. you got a chance to score. If you don't have the puck, you're in deep trouble. And, you know, the Americans had a chance, didn't well, get a I didn't shot. No, they
2: it. went to a three on three yep, right off the they, bat. They yeah. go
1: to three on three right off the bat. Although, uh, unlike the NHL, I don't think you get a loser point for this one. I think you're just losing. No, 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 no. And uh, so they do five minutes of three on three and then they will do a shootout if they're still tied after okay. three on three. But, you know, just like the NHL, the three on three is just wild and crazy. And, uh, you know, Mersak, somebody else gets a shot, Mersack gets a rebound, boom, boom, bang, it's over. I I mean, just one of those...
2: Somebody said there were chance of Slovenia in the <laughs> arena. Well, it wasn't... It had to be Canadians or something. Of course it was. there it was, was, there it was, was Russians. No, there was no Slovenian hockey fans there. They don't... <laughs> I didn't even know they played, to this, be honest.
1: This is one of the great things I love. Like, you see this at the World Juniors, too. And, and you know, you see it in, in NCAA play, obviously, where other countries just adopt a team because they're oh, playing yeah. somebody you don't like you know oh, so yeah well, so you get would... all the Finns cheering for the US if they happen to be playing Canada or or, or vice versa you know
2: <laughs> I announced today in fact down in the press box here when it's time to write my last column for the Star Tribune it's going to be about how the Iron Curtain was the worst thing that ever happened to international. The, when the Iron Curtain came down, it was the worst thing that ever happened to international sports. Really? A, it made us the bad guys, right? Used to be the sure, big red sure, machine. Sure. The Soviet Union, they hit, You know, even the countries that were part of the Soviet Union hated the Soviet Union, right? Yep. They were the bad guys. Now we're the bad guys. Plus, Yugoslavia. They play basketball, and the U.S. had to worry about it. Now there's six countries. There's, we don't need six countries. You don't. One you don't worry about fine.
1: Montenegro like you. No, once did.
2: one was fine. One was fine. You know, Slovenia is one of the six. You know wow. what? The, what the heck? What you know? They what? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it's, what what you plus seeing? East Germany? We, that was great. Well, you could, okay, you, you, you can make were this. Cheating.
1: You could make this argument. Who who did the breakup of the Soviet Union uh, or the Iron Curtain? Who did it hurt worse? Did it hurt international sports, or did it hurt the James Bond franchise? Because <laughs> yeah, well you know we haven't true. had a good Bond villain since uh, the Soviets went away. Yeah, I don't that think. is
2: that is true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that, that's one thing Putin's doing. He's getting us back to uh, being very skeptical about Russia. Again, so. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this is it. It is uh, a complete travesty. Now, the good news is Jordan Greenway got a goal for. Uh, for uh, the U.S. to make it two-zero, and he uh, not only the f- uh, first African American ever to play for the U.S. hockey team, but a uh, future North Star. Perhaps as soon as the season, as, as the Olympics end. Huh? Any any chance they'll turn him pro?
1: I think so. And, and you know, they made that little move last week where they got that defenseman from New Jersey and they traded Mario Lucia over there. Part of that was to free up a contract. You know, you can only have yeah. so many contracts and they were at the limit. So part of doing that was a, now they've got a free contract that they can use. The bet is Boston University is not going to make the NCAA tournament. Okay. Uh, which means, you know, roughly a month from now, he would be available. Boston University, by the way, lost the bean pot on Monday night. They lost to Northeastern. Oh, Northeastern North had Eastern. not won a bean pot since
2: 1988. So, it's congratulations fantastic.
1: to the Huskies. Yes. And, and uh, they, BC probably fourth. the by,
2: by, They've won the fewest, too, right? Yeah, they, I, they, I they have, have won the fewest. By a long way. How long have we had the bean pot? The bean pot's been around, I want to say 1958 they started it and yeah, so uh, it's amazing it's an amazing thing they still draw decent crowds right oh yeah
1: it's still a big deal i mean it's you know they don't sell it out is, is but it, it's, it's, it's
2: what one monday and then the next monday
1: yeah right? it's it's one monday and then it's it's either the next monday or two mondays later but okay. it's it's two mondays you know about this time of year and and you know it's been bc and bc and bu uh, seemingly forever, but Northeastern made noise and got to the championship game a couple of years ago, and then finally they uh, they won it, and they won it decisively, like 5-2 to two or something like that. So
2: that's God bless it. the Huskies. I tell you, that's why ours didn't work. We had a lousy name. Uh, you've Our said it before. Series yeah, should have been Herbie. the Herbie. Yep, Herbie. We would have filled her up in honor <laughs> of Herbie. Not filled her up, but we would have had enough people to keep it going. Yep. Yeah, Our problem was uh, the, having five schools. That was the that right. always because you always, you
1: always we, had to rotate one out you, and that
2: because you, uh, you know it's was... perfect out in uh, Boston because they got four and poor old underdog Northeastern and. Uh, my, I maybe my, I had a I had a nephew. Yep, yeah. who was a good hockey player at Armstrong. And he was offered a scholarship to Northeastern, and he went to and he went to the USHL, and then he went to Saint Cloud State and said, "And I said, Boston. There's more college students in Boston than any city in the world. How can you not go to Boston? Go to Boston. You know, you get to play in the Bean Pot, and you're in Boston." You know, more students than any place in the world. The the
1: one thing about the Boston schools, though, the campuses are weird because they're oh, right they in the are. middle of the city. You know,
2: well, BC is nice. B- BC is a little suburban. Hills. Yep. But Boston, you you might get hit by the train. Right it goes right through. You the, know, it's just it's just like a right series of buildings of in the middle of the city. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, the no, Green Line runs
1: right through the heart of what what amounts to the campus there, uh, yeah. and and Northeastern's you know pretty similar too. Northeastern's got a little bit more of a neighborhood, and it's close to Fenway, so it's kind of a fun area of town and the great thing about Northeastern too uh, Matthew's Arena where they play you know opening like 1910 it was the original home Oh really home.
2: still going Yeah man.
1: original home of the Celtics and they have you know they've remodeled <laughs> oh, it really? I mean oh it's, it was called Boston Arena when it opened so that that gives you an idea but it's just one of those classic old you know metal girder kind of barns and the fans are right on top of you and you know just just one of the classic hockey rinks out there Yeah so. they
2: used to uh, the Boston newspapers I'm sure they don't anymore but they used to cover those I mean they they had a loyal to their local colleges that was most big newspapers didn't they covered the hell out of uh, of uh college hockey out there the classic uh, joke on cannon right oh yeah joke and cannon yeah. the
1: classic beanpot story about 78 they had just a raging blizzard and mm-hmm. uh you know so guys were stuck there and they they get the BU team on a bus and they mm-hmm. finally get them back you know going down commonwealth avenue at 2 miles an hour mm-hmm. and they're getting closer to campus and there's a good bar there called the dugout where they all go yeah. and uh And the players are saying, hey, just let us off here. You don't need to take us (laughs) back to campus. And the coach says, I can't let you off at a bar. I'll get in trouble. He says, but there's a church right across the street. Everybody's going to Mass. Okay, anybody wants to go to Mass, get off the bus. Everybody say they're
2: going to Mass. (laughs) (laughs) And And the Terriers got
1: off the bus, and I don't know if anyone actually went to Mass.
2: (laughs) Those are some of my favorite wooger stories is back in the bus rides when we weren't so worried about – we we weren't so worried about uh, our youth, and uh, <laughs> then when they, they have the six packs in the back for sure. the, the older guys and all. Have, and hell, half your hockey team now is twenty one anyway. So, sir, sir, used to of tell a juniors? story
1: about getting off a, a long bus trip from I don't know where they were coming from, someplace in the UP and players getting into their cars in the deck parking lot and one of them driving right into a light pole
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe we should maybe uh, tone oh it down yeah, on we the might, bus a little we bit i just have a couple of beers stuff yeah. okay so all right we'll be back jess myers the hockey half hour the wild all your concerns folks are bs they're just fine feel the power Horsepower, that
1: is. The Ride with Royce on 1500 ESPN. Back here at the TCL Broadcast Studios on The Ride with Royce and 1500 ESPN. This portion of The Ride is brought to you by MetaFast. Getting you caught up on the
3: week in pucks. It's the Hockey Half Hour with Jess Myers. Combination that requires the highest level of conditioning, speed, creativity. On The Ride with
2: Royce. Are you ready for a piping hot take, Jess? Absolutely. The wild Always. will win a, The wild will win a playoff series. Will win a
1: playoff series.
2: They're, they're. Oh, wow. they don't lose at home. They got a yeah, fantastic right. home record. But by, by the way, who's better in this division than them? Who's better? Nashville, maybe.
1: Nashville maybe, Dallas maybe, yeah.
2: and I'm going just off
1: the fact that the last time they played Dallas was on the road and it was like six to one or something ridiculous. Yeah, like Dallas that. has
2: got some talented offensive guys, but I don't. You know, this uh, I, I think we've uh, put a lot, way too much trauma in the uh, in this team. We we keep forgetting that it's an eighty-two game season, and you're going to throw up some clunkers. You can't get traumatized every time you throw up a clunker.
1: All-time franchise. Point streak at home now, by the way. Ten zero and three in their last thirteen yes. uh, home games. So you're right. What's they, the they panic just, about? They're, they're just, pretty good. They just they're don't lose good. at home.
2: The goalie's Dubnik's playing great again now. He's having he's having a hot his hot streak this year. A little later than he had it last year, right?
1: And they take a three goal lead in every game now. The last, yes, last <laughs> yeah. three well, games gets, they've yeah. been up three nothing. Everybody
2: says yeah, but they don't hold them. Well. What the hell? Did, if you get three right off the bat, you win three to two. That's oh, fine.
1: All my joking on Twitter about a two-goal lead being the worst lead in hockey, which is, played um, out again today, by <laughs> the way, for the Americans, because they yes. were up 2 nothing. Yes. Uh No, a three-goal lead is the goofiest lead for the Wild because it just seems to bounce all over the place. Plus, and this is my great provincial Minnesotan milestone, I don't know if you saw, last night, Wild versus the
2: Rangers, eight Minnesotans
1: in uniform. Oh, it, was, wow. it, it was a record. It's happened once before. Uh, so
2: how good is uh, Stan Shea's uh, grandson, Brady? Brady is pretty
1: good. And, he says, uh, and so are
2: he and McDonough their two best defensemen?
1: Yes, I would think so. Now they keep talking that they're going to move defensemen, though, and McDonough might be available, but he's injured. So, you know, I don't know how much people are going to pay out for him right now. And by the way, NBC Sports Network right now is replaying the U.S.-Slovenia uh, game, by the Ooh, way. So if, if you didn't get enough draw. the first time... Yeah,
2: mm. is yeah. Doc over there? Did we send Doc? I over don't there? think Doc is over there. I think no. he he's okay. got it he too good over here. stayed home for the yeah. regular season games. Yeah. yeah, who wants to go? So, uh, but anyway, yeah. Look at their home. Look at the way they. What have they lost? Like four games at home all year. Something not like many, that? and not if you. I mean, if you if you don't count the. Although you
1: you're the one who always says those those overtime losses are still losses. So they oh they, they are they yeah. are
2: yeah that's what I mean but. Uh, that's that's okay. It doesn't hurt you in the game. No. you know you want to give up? But I I'd look at the teams are playing. St. Louis is hell. They're going to be lucky to make the playoffs. They're falling like a rock.
1: Yeah, and Chicago's all but given up. I mean, they're, they're Chicago's. They're, yeah, they're they're, they're out of the picture. They're going to
2: start worrying about next year. I, Anaheim's has
1: pretty well done.
2: Yeah, I I don't know who's and. Uh, the, and, they,
1: and the Kings are making trades, so they're at least pretending like they're still interested. You know, they they, they got rid of Marion Gabrick yesterday, and I had no idea he was actually still playing. Cause, you know, I saw it's, him. It's,
2: I didn't know he was playing until I was watching a Kings Wild game one night, and he was uh, skating <laughs> around there. That was the only— Hey, but, but Winnipeg's not better than they are, are they? Winnipeg's okay.
1: I don't think I overall know, they're better. They're they, you know, and they play very good at home. The they, flop they...
2: of the year in the NHL's gotta be Edmonton though.
1: Yes. Oh, oh God. How about terrible. last year? How'd that happen? In the playoffs it was all those young guys that they talked about and how oh, bright the man. future was and they just got nothing.
2: I mean this Collar, Collar last year who's I really respect his hockey uh, enthusiasm and uh, to a degree is knowledge, but last year he was basically saying this was the Wild's last chance because Connor McDavid is going <laughs> to go to the next five championship finals and uh, they're they're not even going to come close to making the playoffs.
1: It's good to score goals, but you do occasionally have to stop the puck, and that's one thing they mm. just haven't done. So yeah, so the four teams that are just out of it in the West are Arizona, Vancouver, Edmonton, and Chicago. They're they're done. Uh, Colorado for all their you know winning 10 games in a row they're kind of on the bubble well, and they, uh, they nobody's
2: trouble. more surprised at Colorado being in the race than Colorado <laughs> right they were exactly they were, you know they hired a coach nobody ever heard of and uh, we're gonna rebuild and all of a sudden they got hot
1: but and then that plucky Calgary team could still make the playoffs that that would be interesting to see but but of course the the playoff series everybody wants who gets to go to Vegas for the first game of the playoffs you know that's oh yeah
2: you know, how about and, them again? Last night they were getting beat and they came back and won. Yep. Uh, uh, Thirty seven
1: wins. Home. I mean it's just it's just ridiculous to see, you know, what they've done and, and how badly they've controlled the West with You know what was supposed to be this makeshift lineup, and you know you get guys like James Neal. Oh, they they really
2: did give them the biggest break that any expansion teams ever. Oh, absolutely. That's what you get for five hundred million. And it looks like Seattle's rounded up the money, huh? Yeah, they're Mm going to be the other teams. Quebec, Quebec,
1: out there saying, "What about us?" Well, sorry, you know you're not a you're you're not a top fifteen TV market. And well,
2: here's their problem too: is uh, they want teams west because they have everybody jammed up out east because you know?
1: they have to they have to balance it out they've got 16 teams in the east and only 15 in the west so they
2: Quebec's back's only chance would be florida right yeah florida or, or arizona or one of those teams and then, are... you're, then you're back to too many teams in the east but i suppose you can move somebody to the west but, yeah
1: you uh, could put columbus in the west or somebody like that yeah.
2: anyway i think you know the the angst i see whenever the wild don't play a great game uh particularly from the co-host of the morning show <laughs>
1: Oh, can, he he still get,
2: wants to blow it up. He, he, wants Judd, to, he still wants to blow it up. They're going to win a playoff series. <laughs> They're going to win a playoff series. You have my personal guarantee.
1: It, it looks it's like It's as
2: strong as my guarantee that the Vikings are gonna beat the Eagles, by the way. Well,
1: how 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 much fun would this be? It looks like if they started the playoffs today they would play Winnipeg in round one. I mean that'd how be, much fun oh, that'd be would great. that kind of that neighborhood be rivalry oh, with all those Jets fans coming down here and uh-huh. oh goodness. And let's get like a, a blue jays series against the twins the same weekend and then we has we'd just Winnipeg
2: be, been to Vegas yet?
1: I think they well, I don't know. Uh, that.
2: No, I know Edmonton went and half the city went. Down oh, there. sure. And uh, if Winnipeg goes out there, they might destroy the town.
1: Keith, Keith Boward was telling me when he was playing for the Coyotes, that was always their best crowds is when they were playing Western Canadian teams because you get all those snowbirds coming down to Arizona. You know, hey, let's go play golf for a couple of days and watch the Canucks play.
2: All right. Hey, our Gophers uh, get, get, finally got a sweep uh, and against the uh, bug. Not only did Tony Granato's team get swept while he was out of town, but then he gets beat by Slovenia.
1: Yeah, uh, not so good.
2: No, but and, they, the, and they've uh,
1: got a tough Ohio State team this weekend. I mean, uh, give credit to to Steve Rollick for what he's done with the Buckeyes. He's uh, they're they're second best in the in the Big Ten right now, and probably should have won an NCAA playoff game last year. He got beat by a good goalie in Minnesota Duluth, uh, but yeah, you know there'll be no pushover this weekend coming to Mariucci.
2: We'll be back and uh, find out what's happening on the Great Outdoors Show tonight. <laughs> Real quick here, Uh, last year I wrote a column on the 1959 Wyzetta High School basketball team that won the state championship. The coach, Jack Thurnblad, was 96 years old. Uh, still going strong. I called him up. He was playing the slots at the Flamingo in Las Vegas. Jack passed away this week at age 97. A great character and uh, beloved by uh, all the players that had him at Wysetta and at Carlton. What's going on? Wysetta
1: was, was probably like a little hick town out on the oh, lake back was. then too. Oh. They
2: graduated 140 that
1: year. That's crazy. We're going to talk about Pheasant Fest. It's got a show season Ooh, now in the, okay. uh, in the outdoor world, so that's in Sioux Falls this weekend. We're also going to talk, there's a uh, of movement out there called Free the Fighter. They want to encourage smallmouth bass fishing on Mille because, you know, Mille Lacs walleyes is such a mess still. So uh, mm-hmm. we're going to talk to some guys about that and women getting out there ice fishing in bigger numbers, and that's uh, kind of a fun topic.
2: All righty. Uh, Dennis Anderson, Jess Myers coming up on the Great Outdoors show. Manny, we'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks, Jess. Sounds good.